It's like you're about to start into like a boys to men song. Till we go to the end of the road. Yeah. We're yeah. on episode <laughs> 29. <laughs> Welcome to 29. another Who I Belong Why is there always yeah, one guy? Who I Belong to, <laughs> to you. You know, baby girl. <laughs> I was just thinking about that one time. Joining us today is the man, the myth, the legend, Akbar Ahmed, standing 6'1". 6'2". 6'2". 110 pounds. 110 pounds. 180. Coming to us from Vive la France. Mr. Akbar. <laughs> Toronto, Toronto. the most you know, uneducated so many... <laughs> area announcer I've ever, arena announcer I've ever heard. Welcome, Akbar. Thanks for joining us, man. Episode twenty nine. We're pumped to have you. We have, and we have Jonathan. Um, but uh, yeah, we're just we're pumped to have you. That, did you guys get that Seinfeld reference, Kramer, Merv Griffith show when he's just like, <laughs> and we have Jerry. <laughs> Because <laughs> yeah, not getting yeah. anything. Come on, guys. Come on, help me out here. Anyways, Akbar, how you doing, man? What you been up to? Hold on, no, let's, just, let's just get started. We don't have time for this. Let's just get started. Go ahead, right into our topics. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh I'm wow. I'm Jay is on a mission, and I just want to let everybody know Jay was five minutes late. Five minutes late. Shocking. <laughs> I'll go into details after this call about what that was. We have time, apparently. Oh no, we don't. Let's go. First topic, Jay. I'm going to send it over to you. I don't, like, Akbar, I'm sorry. I'm sure you're doing great dealing with fatherhood, all that <laughs> stuff. Nobody fucking cares. Jay, first topic. Let's I this. care, Akbar. I care. I care. No, I care for your well-being. Not. I'm nervous that you're uh, never available. I will I will, um, I will. credit it to you just not wanting to be around us. All right. So first topic. I Happy to be here, guys. I think, I think you're on a delay, sorry. Akbar. Sorry. I think you're on yeah. a delay. Okay. Is there a delay from uh, France? Check, oh, you're in France. So check one, a- two. <laughs> Happy to be here. Okay, yeah. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Remember when Greg thought Bernie was like, just got back from Africa and it's been like seven years? He's Bernie, how you doing, man? How was Africa? And Bernie's like, dude, that was eight years ago. That's <laughs> uh, true. I do I associate Bernie. I do associate like, Bernie with being in Africa because he was like the first one to do a grown up move by, you know, going to another country. We were all just kind of stuck at home doing our own thing. And he did that big leap to go to Africa. And we're like, whoa, that is a grown up move. But for Bernie, that was nothing. Um, <laughs> exactly. So before I go to my first topic, I wanted to say that uh, last week's topic that I brought up, the biggest douchiest sports. I did receive a phone call from a listener, uh, Robbie Roop. Umlaut, Robbie decided to make his voice known that soccer was his number one douche game. And I think he's, I think he's actually right. And the reason why I didn't say soccer is because it's not, you know, in our face right now. It's not the world cup. It's not the Euro cup. But once that comes back, I feel like we're going to bring that up. Akbar being, I'm going to ask you that later, but since you're coming back and it's been a long time since we've seen you, you're back in the room with us. It's maybe a bit awkward because you didn't want to be here and now we're forcing you to be here. It <laughs> brings me to my first topic, which is Ben Simmons. I don't know if you know this, Akbar, but he's a professional basketball player who has demanded a trade for several months and no one, no other team wanted him. So he's forced to come back to his original team with his tail between his legs and he is showing up to practice. He's not partaking in the drills at full you know, interest. He's not... He's not putting his hand in the middle when they're doing the group cheers. He's generally just kind of not paying attention, dribbling in the corner. And 
when practice was over, he was gone, like beeline to the change room, no talking to everyone else. It just makes me think of you in this in this atmosphere that you're coming back here forced by contract to do your one show for every five episodes. So I'll throw it to Beach first, just because Akbar, you you made me think of this. <laughs> Poor Akbar, if you can see him right now, just sitting there helplessly waiting to get his point across. But I'm going to extend this awkwardness by going to Beach first. Beach, how are you feeling about this awkward Ben Simmons who cannot be traded and cannot seem to be um, a good teammate to his current team? Are we shocked? Have we not seen this story before? James Harden last year, like, got fat, stopped, like, calling out teammates, calling out coaches. Are we sh shocked by this? I'm not. But he's uh, younger. You ben expect? Simmons is younger than Harden was, isn't he? he? It's definitely younger, but it's this is what happens. This is today's generation. Things aren't going well for me. Like, I'm going to throw a sulk. I'm going to not do what they ask me to do. I'm going to be a terrible teammate, and I'm only going to look out for my own best interests. So one thing I want to point out is the fact that uh, – actually, no. Let's get Akbar's take first. Akbar, sure. how, do you feel, how would you feel about a team? I know you're not a big team sports guy. You're obviously more into um, individual sports, but you know enough about team sports. What if you were on a team of 12, 15, 18 people? One guy has been demanding a trade. He's been pretty vocal about it, and then no one takes him, so he's forced to come back to the team. And he's in your locker room, he's in your practices, and you know all about this stuff. You read the media. How do you act towards that teammate? I'm just curious. I mean, outside of that, is he like a good teammate? Like, is he does he gel with like the other members, or is he kind of just like a, a lone wolf? I think because of this, it's safe to say, Beach, that Ben Simmons is kind of a lone wolf right now. He doesn't seem to be talking to many people. Right. He's But it sounds like they kind of forced him into that scenario where he's been ostracized. Like, didn't, like, Doc Rivers, like, kick him out of the last practice? And, like, he's been fined, what, $1.4 million? Yeah, uh, but he was kicked out of practice because yeah. he wasn't doing his practice. He wasn't oh, okay. doing his job. He wasn't right. really into it. It's it's like equivalent of your boss sending you home. Yeah, it may seem like, okay, cool, I'll go home. But really, you know what that's a sign of? It's just we don't want you here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I'm his teammate, I'm just like, ooh. But then if I get along with the dude, it doesn't matter to me. That's sucks for him. If you get along with the back bar, are you not going to put your arm over the shoulder and give him the old, you know what, dude, this is getting really awkward. You, are you going to side with him? Or are you going to say, yeah, I'm friends with you. Cool. Go ahead. Keep doing this. Yeah. But it, it doesn't sound like that's the case, does it? It sounds like it's kind of like tainted waters on all, on all fronts, right? They, gave, they kind of gave him a chance. Like they've given him a pretty long leash. At this point, they're kind of like, dude, you're, you're here. Can you actually just be a teammate and do your job? Because now teammates are usually tight lipped about this. Now his teammates, I don't know if you have the direct quote of Embiid Beach, but their yeah. teammates are saying, we're not professional babysitters. I, I really don't care about this guy right now. I, it's not my job to babysit. I'm a professional basketball player. Beach? It's a distraction. Oh, yeah. yeah. Huge. Yeah. And he's still getting, I mean, he's in the middle of a contract, is he not? I don't know how much is left on it, but he's getting fine. Well, he's not going to play. He's got four years left. He's got four years left on his contract. So what what happened? Are we to assume that something terrible happened to him? Maybe some maybe he got maybe something happened to him. Maybe the owner did something, called him something very racist. No, no, no. Maybe no, something no, no. happened. How do we know? No. How do we know? We know we know exactly what happened yesterday. He last uh, sorry. We know exactly what happened. Last year he choked in the playoffs. He got called out by his coach. He got called out by Embiid. He's clearly taking it personal. But like 
they're facts. What they said was the truth. He let them down. He didn't show up. He needs to show up and be better. We think we can win a championship with him if he fixes these things. He hasn't fixed these things. He's come back. He's got a terrible attitude. That's it. There's nothing else. Let's take a vote. Do you ignore him, Beach? Do you ignore him in practice, or do you try and talk some sense into him? At this I point? definitely try to talk some sense into him. Not at practice, though. Okay. It'd be it'd be off the court, and it's just like at practice, like I, I'd be calling him out. Like, what about you? What about talked, you? we just talked about this? Yeah. Okay. What about you, Akbar? Yeah, same thing. Like, I mean, like, what's what's the op- other option here? It's sort of you ostracize him and have a teammate that doesn't want to be there and doesn't play well and doesn't gel well. You try to work with the guy as much as you can and talk to him, like like B just saying. You have that conversation offline somewhere, but yeah, I, I'll go the other way and say that I'm probably going to be too tired of doing that. Like Embiid has kind of said, you know what? I've had enough of this. This is exhausting. We've been doing this for months. You still don't want to be here. This is getting a little bit too tiring. That I think I'd be more in that camp of, I've I've tried. You're not listening. This is getting annoying. I'd understand that side too. I would just, I would, I would, I get that approach 100%. And how about like well, someone like a Keith Kachuk, a Senators guy who just was holding out? He missed the first three games of the season. He finally got a contract signed, seven million or seven years, 56 million. Are, with, w- which Kachuk? Which one? Uh, Keith Kachuk? No, Keith is his dad. Which is the one on the sense? Braden? I think it's, is it Brady Kachuk or is that the one in Calgary? <laughs> exactly. I don't know. <laughs> Whichever one came chunk. back, would you be? Would you be? Um, would you hold any hold anything against somebody who came back to your team after a, let's say, a ten game absence because they're waiting to get their con- contract extended or they're getting waiting to get paid? Would you ever have some hostility against that teammate who's who held out and finally came back? Like, oh, in this case, it was only three games in. But how do you feel about that? That one's tough for me. Like I, and we were kind of talking about this with Arash and Dave when they were, they were on and Rogers, Rogers, or about Rogers. And uh, I don't know, man. Like it, there, there has to be some resentment because you were being a distraction. But at the same time, there's going to be guys where they're like, we get it, get your money, get, do you? We and like when you're ready to join us, like come and join us because we need you. But there has to be some resentment in there. And for me. I think there would be a little bit of resentment depending on how big of a distraction they are. I, I wonder if, if the amount of money too, what if you see your boy come back you're, he's out and he's like, sorry guys, I'm just trying to get paid here. I'm trying to get my worth. And you think, yeah. okay, that's fine. Then he comes back, you know, let's say it's seven years, 120 million. And you think to yourself, holy fuck, that is way too much money. <laughs> would you I think I'd be more no. resentful if he comes back with a way bigger paycheck than he deserves because then that means he was holding out to get way more an unrealistic amount if you're trying to get paid what you deserve to be paid I get it but if imagine the paycheck comes back and it's way more than you than you make and how much he should make then you'd be pretty resentful I'm guessing Akbar yeah I don't think so I think this is the this is the sport this is the business you kind of you're all in it to kind of get paid, right? Like once you're in the league or whatever, and if you're worth money, your objective is to look at the Cristiano, the Messi. Messi could have taken the pay cut, but he decided to go get some money at PSG. You know, get you go where the cash is, right? So, and if you value or yeah, you value your worth, 
that's what the game is all about in general in sports. You you kind of want to get as much as as you can because your time is so limited there anyways, right? That, but then you're leaving your team to just like you know you're one of the stronger players, so you're just kind of thinking, okay, well I'm more important than you guys. I'm more important than winning. Yes and no. I I think it's sort of it's like sort of like any strike really where it's like you believe in something where it's you have to you have to you know show uh, like you're 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 strong like and and that on that sense right like you have to kind of hold grounds. At least for me, like I, I, I don't, I, I don't, I'm not kind of against it. I, I don't hold anyone, like anything against it, as, as long as a person is just doing it within like their lane or whatever, so to speak. If someone's like kind of bringing down the morale or bringing down like pur- purposely kind of ruining chemistry on a team or something like that, then yeah, sure, that's toxic. But if someone's just trying to get their payday and they're not playing because they're just holding out, do what you got to do. I, I'm going to keep working on my shit. I'm just thinking oh, yeah. as a creative director, picture yourself creative director at bar and you're in contract negotiations and you just don't go to work. You don't show up to your office until you get more money. Well, you're, I mean, you're, we're, you're, in di- you're, we're, in, we're in different environments. Well, it does, th- doesn't, this, doesn't best function player, this team doesn't work well without their best player. Your designers don't work well without a creative director. I know, I'm just trying to put it in perspective. I, I know what you're saying, but you're just too friendly. You're, you're too nice. You're way too nice, man. So <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would be, I would be annoyed that my guy, who I need, you know, could be my line mate, and he's gone because he wants an extra one million dollars. Like instead of fifty six, he wants sixty. Like, are you fucking serious? That's just I'd me. Be, I would be okay with that for a couple of reasons. First off, like again, Akbar brought up really good points. Like. You're in this business to make money. I, you're making I cannot, 56. You're making 56. Man, get every penny you can get because eventually you're not going to be playing. Yeah. It's not, it's you're, like, you're eventually just short. Exactly. Get as much money as you can. And then B, I'm looking at, at, at that. The, at, at the risk of not being there. Okay. And I'm looking at that saying, that gives me the opportunity to make more money. So it, it works both ways. It's a business. Get as much money as you can. If they want to give you 60, try and get 80. Absolutely. No issues. Oh, okay, cool. So then the teammate goes, wow, now that's going to make me more money. So next season, I'm just not going to show up to work until I get more money. This is creating a really healthy culture. Well, you know that's, what I'm saying? How, that's how it works. It's a business. It's a business. Your, I know. Hmm. Uh, to me, it's your agent. If your agent can't fucking figure that out, get a new agent because that's not you. That's not the player. The player's just sitting at home doing probably nothing. He's showing up to meetings. He's saying, yeah, I want more. Okay, I'd like to have more. The agent's doing all this shit, and I don't know. I don't know. Missing a team, missing a road trip, missing five, six, seven, eight games, over a couple million. It seems I, I get it too, but man, like it's it's the opportunity cost of you not being there for your team just so you can get an extra three, four mil. It's kind of crazy. I mean, obviously, we'll never be in that position, any of us. Yeah. Well, maybe one of us. You might. never know. You never know. You never know. You but never I mean, know. I'll throw it back makes, to you. I think Akbar makes four million as a creative director, right? It's four and a half. But I, because uh, you held out, because I held out. It was four. You weren't happy. You got four and a half. Yeah. Yeah. And then I hung out with my boss a little too long. But um, <laughs> no, I'll throw it back to you. Like, what, what if it's like a different scenario where it's it's sort of uh, it's you're you've come onto a new team and uh, you found out the majority of your team makes 15, 20% more than you do, but you feel like you maybe do the most work and or maybe you're the most talented on your team. What, what would you do in that scenario? Would you leave? Would you like, would you kind of talk to your boss and, and manage like manager to see if you can get more money? Like, That's a good and, point. That's a good point. I agree with that. I would tell my teammates, I'm really, I'm, I don't like when people are 
upset at me. I don't like when people are, you know, talking shit behind my back. So I would say to my team, I'm really sorry. Here's a situation. And maybe Chuck's doing that. Guys, you're all making 80 to 90. I'm coming in from a new job. I'm doing the same role as you and I have 60. I'm just, I'm just holding out because I want to be with you guys. I have the same job. I'm at 60. I want to be at 80 with you. I would tell them straight up and I, I, I just think they would understand. But yeah, that's a really good comparison, Akbar. I, and it, and I just to also, confirm, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, I, I would be uncomfortable walking into a room after a holdout. I, I don't know. I would feel really uncomfortable walking into a room where I'm like, guys, sorry, yeah, I kind of, sorry for missing one eighth of our season. I just, uh, I needed more money. I, I, I think it's not even tab- that's not even taboo. That's the thing. Because I think in our scenario, it is kind of weird. Like, why would I hold out and just not show up to work because they would just fire me? But in like, like in entertainment and 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 sports, that's just part of the that's just part of the like the environment. Like you, you kind of see that on a day to day basis. And I think, I think it's just normal to them. I don't. I don't. I wouldn't see it as an abnormality to be to be honest. And that's we have fair. to remember Beach, too. It's like it's yeah. We have to remember too. It's not like every player is doing this on the team. It's the better players that have the convenience to do this. And that's, what I'm, that's a good point, Beach. But that yeah. also makes those third and fourth liners being like, look at this fucking guy. You know, like I'm, I'm making, really one, I'm making 1.2 like, and you're upset that you're only making seven. You want to make seven and a half. I'm here busting my ass, making one. Be better. Work harder. Be better. Like there's so <laughs> many, like it's, there's, there's nothing you can, you can say that. Like we're not even in the same like stratosphere as far as talent. Uh, that reminds me of Dorna camp. Be Bowie's favorite quote at a bar. Yeah, right. Girl comes up right? to him. On what planet? Uh, that's all he says. Akbar, yeah, this girl comes up to him and he goes, on what planet? Like, it's just, it's it's so arrogant. But I don't know him too well, but he's obviously saying it with a, with a smile on his face and maybe there's some element of seriousness. But yeah, yeah, he's pretty it, drunk. So I guess that's when the first liner looks back to a third liner who's like, hey, you know, you should uh, just take the money that you're given. Ah, fuck, on what planet are you and I in the same conversation, <laughs> Exactly, right? yeah. exactly. No, that's interesting, guys. I'm, I'm it, always on the other side of that stuff. It is Brady Kachuk, by the way, Jay. It is Brady, okay, okay. Yeah. Keith yeah, is. I've heard, I've heard, um, I've heard the Kachuk family is, uh, is pretty nasty when it comes to those negotiations. I feel like it was, well, I think it was his brother who plays for Calgary. I forget, but mm-hmm. he, he openly said, he goes, no, we all look out for each other. So it's the two brothers. If there isn't a third, I don't remember. And the dad, and they're all in this together. So Keith's up to bat for his sons. His brother's up to bat for his brother. It's not just one guy and their agent. This is Kachuk, his agent, his brother, and his dad. And that's been very, very well documented that it's a huge group. So can you imagine the ownership? Someone like Melnick who's like, ah, I'll start you at 750, okay? Um, no, we're gonna start at eight, eight mil. <laughs> All right, I'll go up to I'll go up to nine fifty, nine hundred and fifty thousand. Can you imagine? I, I'm I'm happy he's on the team. He's good, but I don't know. It always leaves a bad taste in my mouth when guys work for that money. much. Though I feel eight, like that was eight million a year. Honestly, Beach in Ottawa, unfortunately, that's gonna have to happen. You have to. We have to get it out of our heads that eight million dollars a year is a lot of money. That's not a lot of money anymore. What didn't they want to play Mark Stone? Was it six point eight by eight? I thought, oh shoot, Bowie would know better. I thought it was maybe Bowie six by know. six, six by it's six, either maybe or eight 6. by eight. Six point five, seven, no higher than that. They were not going to pay him, and Mark Stone is a way better hockey player than Kachuk. I know, but you know what? Realistically, he'd be gone by now, anyways. 
Yeah, I guess. Is he? Yeah, he's a much better hockey player. Um, I think, yeah, I know. Not even like Kachuk's gritty and all that, but so Stone. Stone does everything. Everything. Guys, I'm sorry I took up the first 20 minutes with my first topic. I will will not bring up any more topics. I'll give some room to Beej and especially to Akbar. I have another Uh, question with you guys. How much would you guys, this is more probably for Jay because Akbar probably doesn't know the personalities as much. Okay, in that case, Akbar is answering first. How much fun would it be to go to a Thanksgiving dinner with the Kachucks? How much? How amazing would that be? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm sick that day. <laughs> Akbar, would you like to join in? You're like, yeah, sure. They sound like we have to guy. give him a reference. He doesn't. He probably doesn't know the Kachuk. So let's give him. I a know reference. Keith Kachuk because I used to watch hockey back back in the day. But back in the kids. Imagine two younger, more millennial and douchey versions of him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a good description? Uh, uh, yeah, sure, but you realize we're we're millennials, right? You mean Gen, Gen no, Z? I, no, no, no. Z, I'm 81. Whatever. I'm end of 81. I'm not. I'm not. 82. Do I fall on that cusp? Am I am I a millennial or am I on? Technically, the... we're millennials. Okay. Well. Yeah. I hate us. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, if I am too, I have to hate myself. Right. No, right. it's Gen Z that we're uh, over Gen Z referencing. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, uh, doctor. I, Sorry, scientist. Yes, it's Gen Z. Okay. So Akbar, you the, get okay. To, okay. Is this, yeah, go ahead, Ax. You got you got a topic first, or do you want me? To I, I got nothing about nothing. So okay, I mean, perfect. I, I was going to talk about ten, tennis stuff, but uh, yes. how much circulating? I, right I do now. have some tennis questions for you. Okay, go for it. Yeah, rapid fire. I'm in. No, well, we were we were touching on it last episode, and uh, Jay was really talking about like you know the grind of like the grind that tennis has and you're on your own you're an individual you're working your way up you're trying to you know you're going from tournament to tournament and it's just hard on your body it's wear and tear i for me and i brought this question up i'm like what's going on with like um with raunek and uh i'm gonna butcher her name again um she won the bouchard? u.s open she's uh not bouchard. Andreescu. Oh, Andreescu. Andreescu. yeah like like why are injuries like so like just destroying some of our like best Canadian talent. I don't have, I don't really necessarily have an answer to that, but um, I think Raonic is kind of on the tail end, to be honest. Like, I I don't think he's got too much left in the tank to, besides just grinding it out for the rest of his, his career in terms of just finishing maybe at most semifinals, maybe at maybe when he's healthy. Um, Andrescu, I know she was like had shoulder. She had a bunch of injuries. The weird thing was was um, when we had that bit of a pause during COVID, and then um, uh, everyone was back for what was the first tournament? Was it Australian Open? The, the first one that we were back. Probably was there was no there was no cases yeah. up there really, so that's why they yeah. went back to the Aussie. Yeah, and then what was weird was I think it was like twenty three players. And I think it was abdominal, <laughs> yeah. it was abdominal strains, but they all got the exact same variation of the exact same tear and the exact same, like, it was very bizarre. And then, so like, there's like a lot of sports doctors trying to figure out why is that happening? Like, how is that happening? Why is it just tennis specific? Was it like the time off? There was no real conclusive data from that, that I understood. Um, but I don't know, man. Like it's it, it is a grind. It, it's almost like a full year long grind, and it depends on how many tournaments you're playing. It depends on if you're kind of you need to warm up towards like the the larger the larger 500, 1,000 uh, Grand Slams, and you know some players decide to, to to run through the entire gamut. Like Rublev will kind of do the entire thing, mm-hmm. and 
I think it also comes down to genetics. Like I think some of them, their bodies can just withstand that. Some of them just go kaput after a while. Andrescu is a weird, weird one because just because she's so young. That's what so, I mean. Yeah. So, so I, don't, I don't know if it's like a like just a, a training thing or maybe too much too much taxing on on her body in terms of uh, the schedule that she had out. But uh, but yeah, I, th- I think it's very much. It's sort of like uh, you kind of have to ramp up, and, like you need that coach to kind of work you through those way like those cycles so you're you're working yourself up but you're not grinding too hard towards um towards like a you know a grand slam or whatever you're trying to achieve for that year right but yeah no no solid answer for you on that one Uh, sorry man i I don't know i don't know why uh i don't know why those two are specifically uh that injured and like ronick's not older he's not even 30 yet is he or is he he's 30 now yeah okay okay Interesting. Yeah, and well, he, he, I mean, Pospisil's 31, but yet Pospisil feels like he's 40. I don't know why Pospisil just feels like he's one of those guys who is at every tourney, like you talked about, Akbar. He's always there. and He's, he's wiry like strong. He's wiry. He's very wiry strong. He's one of my least favorite Canadian athletes, I think. Yeah, he just, I know. You don't I don't like know. him, eh? I think it was ever about. since him and Joker tried to put together that federation that you were just PTPA. like, see you later. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Right. And then, and then the last, uh, in the final, I don't know if you noticed him, but he was in his box. He was his training partner. Um, yep. but yep. funny fact, Pospisil had uh, a similar surgery to Murray. Uh, he's got a metal hip or he's got, uh, or he's got resurfaced or something happened. I don't know what happened to his hip, but he's, he's, he's had pretty aggressive hip surgery and he's come back pretty, pretty strong. So, I mean, in that, in that sense, it's pretty impressive. Yep. And he started off like a, like a, as a doubles player predominantly with Nestor. And to like to carve out like a decent singles career, he's done, he's done pretty good. Even though I'm also not a big fan of his either. Um, that's why I was telling Beej last week or the week before. I said that's why it's so remarkable that Fed, Nadal, and uh, Djokovic are at the top. Like to have one win for that long for so to win that many times for so long to have one of those in our generation is miraculous. The to fact that we have three, they just. They get injured, not that much, but they get it. Look at Fed, rarely injured. Well, Look at Djokovic, these almost. Last years, yeah. yeah, but he's like forty years old, so I for I'll sure, give him that. for sure, it was coming. We knew it was coming. Yeah, but he just he managed to avoid injury. I think he had yeah. he had mono once, I think, or something like that. Then he had one injury that knocked him down to like one hundred and fiftieth, and he came back. So he had two little hiccups, but it didn't stop him. Nadal has been hurt constantly, but that goes constantly. to show you he's constantly hurt. Beach like Andreescu, but he's yeah. still the all-time singles champion. Like, he can still I, has 20, even though he's hurt all the time. Can yeah. I bounce off of that? Oh, I mean, there's like a side side note why he was injured all the time. His foot? Uh, the genetic yeah, thing? Foot, the genetic thing. But it wasn't always his foot. Like, he's had knee knees, injuries. He's but had I think wrist, all, guns had, I think he's got, like, degenerative knees or something going on. No, it's, it's his foot. foot. He has it's a birth, like a, a birth, not a birth defect, but it's a, it's a problem since birth, Akbar. Akbar probably knows like every yeah, single thing. Yeah, it's like in your arch, toes. like where the bone is, sits in your arch. The, I forgot the actual the bone's called, but it actually just decomposes. It's oh, so, shit. So, some some people it kind of stays for a certain amount of time. Some people it just goes away and just okay. you can't walk on it. So to, to like win twenty grand slams on this kind of uh, powder powder foot. P- powder, yeah, it's just insane. <laughs> okay, but I'm gonna. <laughs> That's what I, it's I, called. I, That's the clinical term. Are powder you foot. so oh, sorry? Cool. You have. Powder foot. <laughs> can I? Do we have time for me to bounce off that question real quick? Yes, please. Go. A, a quick one. You guys hold can on, hold rapid on. fire. Hold on, hold on. 
<laughs> Sorry, I had to do that. You so can fast. rapid fire or choose to, to drill down on it, but does once the big three retire, does tennis continue uh, to entertain and continue to garner like a younger audience yes, and yes, to thrill yes, and engage? Yes. Does it I still exist beyond Rafael, Look at tennis Roger, right now. and Joko? Look at tennis right now, man. Nadal is nowhere the- to be found. Federer is nowhere to be found. Did you watch every major this year? Me or uh, Akbar? No, I don't care about you. Akbar? Oh, okay. <laughs> Almost every. I do. US I even watched a missed. lot of like any, pretty much anything ATP 1000 or major. I watched because you have exciting players that are still on tour. Oh, man. I, They're listen, not going to ever get close BJ? to them. But. I, I'm comparing this to like when Michael Jordan retired in 98. I went through a lull where I did not watch NBA for like, I, I don't count, count his Wizards years, for two or three years at least. So like... I don't know. I feel like there's going to be a little bit of a lull and then it'll start to get exciting again. Those guys I'll were so big off, for the game. Let me They're fire so up some big. names here. Okay, let me fire up some young kids who are who are going to draw in fans. F Felix Auger-Aliassime, Tsitsipas, Medvedev, Rublev, Zverev. Like, those there, guys think, will no. garnish. Tiafo just loves the camera. He's probably going to market the game on his own. Uh, and then obviously Kyrgios, someone that you and I don't see eye to eye on. But I think there's a lot of like if it was if everyone was Diego Schwartzman or if everybody was Matteo Berrettini, then we'd have an issue because they're the most boring players out there. But we have cool, fun players. So I, I, I half agree with you, and I, I, I mostly disagree with with you. I, I think I think ATB like we just says it's it's going to go in a slump. Like I think it's going to go through WTA years from two three years ago. I mean the proof is in the pudding on the final both finals of the men's and women's the women. Um, I think was three to one in terms of viewership uh, compared to the men's because it was an 18 year old wild card versus a 19 year old Canadian, right? Which is great. And I Fantastic. think that's, and that's going think, to continue. But for but WTA, I think ATP, if you're pulling at Zverev, who's t- like tied in with these accusations, it's really start, his name starting to get smeared. Tsitsipas, who's taking these toilet breaks, being a bit of a crybaby. No one's really kind of. He's kind of off and on. Who who else do you have beyond that? Medvedev. He's your poster boy. All right, maybe maybe a little bit. Like I, I, I people like love Medvedev. him, man. Crowds love him. Who else do you have? Like like beyond that, like you need like a handful of guys that people really get along with. I I just don't see it happening with this group of guys. Like I, I see it's it's struggling for me. It's it's going to struggle. There is an eighteen year old. Um, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but I will research it while you guys are chatting. But he played against Joker at the U.S. Open and. He was going to win the first round match, but he had a cramp and he ended up losing. Um, uh, Rune? What's his name? Holger Rune? Not Rude. Rude? Oh, uh, Rune. Rune. There's also uh, Brooksby. Yeah. Maybe it's Brooksby. No, there's, I think it's the first guy, guy you said. I think it's the first guy you said. He's an up and comer and he's a crowd favorite. It could be could be someone like that. But you, I know what you're saying. There's, no, there's not going to be a tennis sweetheart for a while. There might be a few years of no tennis sweetheart. There's no... Oh, Nadal is all grateful. Oh, Federer is all grateful. Eh, Djokovic is not grateful. I mean, his, <laughs> his only fans are Serbian or border countries of Serbia because the, the things he does are disingenuous. I'm not, oh, fuck, don't let me go down that rabbit hole. But yes, please do it. He is do not it. a poster boy. He's so he is good. Not a poster boy of tennis. So talented. He, He's better than Federer. he he creates himself as this new messiah of tennis and it's only fabricated by him it's not a fan base that creates it except you're if you're serbian he is trying to create himself as some sort of god of tennis and uh 
man. Anyway, let's not go down. I, I'll, I'll tell you this. I, I'll, oh, I Herbert, this. Who, her catch. Hoobie, Hoobie, Hoobie. <laughs> the Tom Hanks of tennis. Come on, bro. Like he's not. He's not. He he's not going to draw good. in the crowds. He's not. I gotta go see Hoobie, man. It, it's not. It's all not gonna... it takes is a major. Listen, dude. All it takes. I'll tell, is a major. I'll tell you this. I'll, I'll tell you this. I'll wrap. I'll wrap up in this point. I think. I think you, you'll you'll start getting like more peak tennis again once there's a guy that's winning his fifth, his sixth major in a row. Some guy that's going to be like this, the next starlet. Like I think that's that's when ATP's going to peak again. It's going to be Zverev, unfortunately. I don't see it happening. It's going to be Medvedev and Zverev. Those are the he only zero, two that can win. He has zero wins uh, of top ten players in all slams since forever. Who Medvedev? Zero win. Zverev. Yeah, I think it's going to be the Medvedev show for. Probably two years. We'll see. We'll see. Anyways, that, Anyways, was, that was my sorry. bounce off. Yeah, good, good tennis topic. But yeah, props to uh, to Stefan Edberg and Boris Becker. Okay, Peach. <laughs> I missed those guys. Your your turn, man. No, what was yours? That was it. I asked. Uh, oh, Akbar then it's Akbar's. Ten. It's Akbar's oh, yeah. then. But then Akbar. I bounced off and I asked a question. Oh yeah, you didn't bring any questions. Good job. Nice preparation. Um, mine would be very quick. We could do this for a long time. We could do. We can make it short. But let's try to make it short. Um, I am actually stealing this from the Tim, Tim McAuliffe show, Tim and Sid, now just Tim. I heard it asked and I thought, that's a pretty cool question. And it's going to take a while to answer, but let's just go off the top of your head. Uh, I'll give you more time, Akbar. So, Beej, if you had to own a sports team, who would it be? Ooh. Akbar, think about it. Any sport? You know what? You know what will open it? Yeah. Yeah. If you had to own a sports team. If I had to own a sports team, it would sport. be the Dallas Cowboys. That's a very good answer, actually. Did you want to say why in one sentence or two? Money. <laughs> they could literally uh, there's be an last amazing place. receiver. We have an amazing receiver, but he costs three hundred trillion dollars. Yeah, yeah. We've already signed Money. him, actually. Yeah, that's good. Oh, I, and he's cut tomorrow. We're good. <laughs> um, <laughs> paid out and everything. Literally, the Dallas Cowboys—they've been awful for how long? Twenty plus years. And awful. Awful. Well, they're average. They've been eight and eight. Yeah, they have average, like a average, perfect yeah. like one sixty four and one sixty four record <laughs> uh, over the last twenty years, and they sell out every single game. And their ticket prices, I've I've gone to a game. They are not cheap. Yeah, I, I know Dallas. Robbie went to one too, and he goes, "I paid a lot of money, and I watched the game <laughs> on the jumbotron because I couldn't see the field." Right. So yes, that's a good one. That's a good one. Akbar, yeah. do you need more time, or do you want me to go? Go ahead. Um, mine came to mind was the uh, New York Yankees that or the LA one. Dodgers, Yankees or Dodgers for the same reason. There's just to be an owner of a team where you have no fear of getting fired. You have no fear of someone costing too much money. You have a reputation where you don't really have to do much selling when you have a recruit coming in and he's like, uh, I don't know if I want to play for you guys. You got, okay, cool. You know, it's the Dodgers, right? Cool. Do you want to go play for Baltimore? You can totally play for Baltimore <laughs> or you can come play for the Dodgers. It's up to you. We're going to give you less money. We could give you more. We're going to give you less. But if you want to go to Baltimore and win, you know, 40, 40 games this season, that's fine. That, I would say uh, Yankees or Dodgers. If I had to pick one, it would be Dodgers just based on weather. And because it's, it's the Yankees. It's yeah, I funny. Like, yeah, I was yeah. going to say, I was, I was originally going to say Man City or Barcelona just because so soccer is more more international but i was just googling some of the numbers and the value so number one uh valuation is the dallas cowboys at 5.7 billion <laughs> nice beach did the number dodgers two, make, dodgers have to be in the top five 
Number two is the New York Yankees at 5.25. <laughs> yeah, too bad you didn't pick them, Jay. Too bad. I Hold on, keep two. going. Dodgers have oh. got to be there. So Dodgers three are the, top five. The Knicks, fourth is Barcelona. Mm. Uh, the Knicks, did you hear that? Re- oh, Real the Knicks Madrid. always. Real the top Madrid, three okay. are both New York in the world of sports. In the world of sports. New York has the New top York. two. It's New York. State Warriors, Lakers, and then it goes Patriots, Giants. Oh, my God. The Giants, uh, like the, Giants? the New York Morgan Giants. Is- Hold on, San Francisco Giants or New York Giants? New York Giants. Oh, okay, we're still we're still in the four billions here. Bayern Munich, Munich, Manchester United, Liverpool. Yeah, that's a good angle. See, that's why Akbar is such a nice addition. Like we didn't even think that's of true. Europe. Like that's didn't true. even go Europe. He's like, there's actually a really good cricket team, but in the West Indies, uh, <laughs> yeah. bringing in uh, 6.5 billion. <laughs> West Indies. That's not uh, been mentioned. I'll never call. forget this. My dad brought me to a cricket match. And this was back in the day where cricket was like four days long. Uh, it was I at think the it's Sky still, Is it not it's still? No, longer for no I think they cut it down. I thought they, they cut have it a down. three days. They, they do have a, they do have a speedy version. <laughs> Yeah. It's gone from the, it's gone from two weeks to one week. <laughs> anyway, so we went. It was at the Sky Dome. I'll never forget it. It was the West Indies versus uh, fuck. Who are they playing? I can't remember. I can't remember. Pakistan. It might have been Pakistan or India. One of the two. Um, and my dad packed like the biggest cooler of food <laughs> I have ever Sleeping seen. Sleeping bag. He brought his car Everything. into the stadium. So I literally was just there, like. Eating, sleeping, eating. I was like <laughs> 10 years old. You'd watch it, two hits. Literally, it was like the longest three or four days of my life. Like it was, it was insane. It was crazy. Never yet, again. Yet, Never. Like, listen, I'll be honest. I have a, I have a channel because I have every sport and I do have cricket. I have watched it. I don't know. To if play it's, is fun. To play is really fun. But I still, it looks interesting. I'd still love to know I'm trying more. to get my head around the rules. Like I'm still okay. trying to understand it. Don't. Waste our time. No. I'll explain it to you. I'll let each, me explain. Each pitcher gets what ten outs or something. They get like three hundred outs, so you basically <laughs> can't get out. <laughs> okay, three hundred. <laughs> it's actually impossible to explain because there's so many different things that can happen in cricket. But the basic, like the most basic thing, is there's a pitcher, there's a skipper, and then you have a runner at both posts. So basically, once the guy hits it, your goal is to run back and forth to get as many runs as possible before they get the ball into that pitching area. And knock off like the the top of the woods. It's the wickets. The wickets. Yeah, there you go. It's very confusing, but so many things can happen from there. Like if the guy catches it, like anyways, I'm not even gonna start. That's cricket for you in a nutshell. <laughs> we should do an episode of alternative, like alternative sports. Like I'm not that cricket for us. I guess it's alternative, but we should do like rugby, cricket. Yeah, when we else. when Badminton. we decide when we decide to end the show, we will make our final episode <laughs> just like that. I think we just ended the show. I think tonight tonight it. is a um, billiards, cricket, darts finale. Everyone, <laughs> hold on tight. Akbar joined us for the start of our our show and then for the last of the show. Who Thank do you Akbar. think I uh, you are? I am. Oh, I yeah. am bowling. Gotta have bowling. Can you imagine the analytics behind bowling? Okay, the goal is to knock them all the pins down. That's all I have. Anyone else? <laughs> Who do you think you are? I am. Did watch the documentary if you haven't on him. No, I'm not. Because I don't want to ruin that. It will that, change that, everything. No, you will feel no. bad for him. You will understand why he said it. No, well, I don't want to. He, because up to this moment, that is still the funniest thing 
in the world because I'll tell you straight no up what sense. it was. He said I had so much adrenaline I couldn't even speak, and I have no idea what came out of my mouth until I watched it after. He had no <laughs> clue what he said. <laughs> he was I possessed. He went through a lot. That. He went through a lot, and uh, it's still legendary. Uh, who's up next? I think um, Beach. Beach. What were we talking about? What was that talk? Oh, it was uh, owning a sports franchise. Yeah, right? so Akbar, who did you, who did you end up picking? You kind of just rambled off. Would you say like no? A, he said oh, uh, Barcelona. I, he I did. said or, Barcelona, yeah, yeah. Or Man City, just because smart, really smart to think about soccer. It's it's rather lucrative. Didn't even think about it. Speaking of soccer, how have we gone twenty nine episodes? We did this with Otani. How have we not talked about Alfonso Davies at all? The Canadian phenom. How have we not talked about I'll put this in the overrated column, so I'll let Akbar Oh, my God. Okay, you know Bowie's going to come after you. Anyways, Of course. That's fine. I honestly don't know too much about what's going on in that. Is MLS? No, he's the Canadian player who actually plays over for Bayern Munich. He's playing for Team Canada, and Team Canada is blazing into the top 50. Or no, is it top 50 ranks? Pretty close. I think we just cracked Because of him. I think we just cracked him. Because of him, how many teams? He's a big games? piece. He's a big piece. He's a big. He's piece. a great player. He's a fantastic player. But he's I mean, ridiculously think... good. You hate that he's young and upcoming. Why? No, Why? no, 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 no. They, they talked about his goal the other day being the most important goal in Canadian history. <laughs> that guy that really got to me. Did you see the goal? I saw the goal. I saw, it was clutch. He sprinted his. Fa- okay, sure, but it had nothing to do with him being the all-time greatest goal or greatest Canadian player of all time and the best goal. They, I just, th- yeah. Anyway, listen, he's a fantastic player. You don't go to Bayern Munich at 18 years old unless right. you're crazy good. Okay. Right. I'm just saying there's a little bit of overrating happening here, but it's because you're in Canada and to shine in soccer, it, it's it's rare, right? So he's a. That's what I mean. They're like the Canadian, the, the, the soccer program has been abysmal for how many years? Mm-hmm. And they and literally he should just bring, he, he should bring more kids a little coming opening. In. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. for sure. And it, we might qualify. Like we're in the top three right now. I think for qualifying for the World Cup, Canada might be in the World Cup. That's crazy. Jesus, I and like I think they're obviously trying to market him. They need to market him. They need to jump on his back and market him. Very easy to as do as much as possible. So, very easy. Very but easy. the kid is really good, and I'm like, man, it's pretty cool to see. I'm I'd have to look up more it. stats on how much he's done for Team Canada specifically to really see that. Like last night, my brother messaged me saying, um, uh, is it Banton? Who's the player for the Raps beach from, uh, from Toronto? I have not. I didn't watch the Raps game last night. Um, it's Banton or something close to it. But be, uh, he was like getting really confident, shooting everything. Everything was a fast break. Um, and I said to my brothers on the group chat, I said, these guys got to calm down. Like it's a Raps opening night. This guy's got to calm down. Derek's like, he's the best player. He's scoring all of our points. He scored his first bucket from half court on a buzzer beater. That's three. <laughs> and he finished with seven. So I still have to respond to my brother and say, he he made three buckets and one was from half court. So let's just calm down. Anyway, I'll find out his name. Delano um, Banton. Orlando Banton. See, this De- is Delano. Like Delano, Delano Banton. Banton. Having Akbar here, I'm so not used to having him here, but to have someone in your ear to tell you what you're trying to dig for is... Uh, it makes for seamless stuff. Thanks, Akbar. No worries. But yeah, he finished Akbar. with seven points. Seven um, points. And the Raptors got blown out. like By Washington. They looked, They're an amazing team. They looked bad <laughs> yesterday. This is going to be a rough year for the Raps. Do they maybe win 20 games this year? Maybe? <laughs> I th- no, come on. 
They look just bad. They have I know it's one game, remaining. and this is overreaction, like big time. But like, I don't know. I think it'd be they'd be hard pressed to win thirty games. Like, is this like the Montreal Canadiens who've gone zero four <laughs> and the big story that's breaking? Listen, listen big story. Yeah. The Habs are zero four, and we have a quote from the team. Listen, Guys, last year we're zero and four, and guess what? It's frustrating. They were four and zero, and I was like, man, this could be a promising year for the Habs. Went to the Stanley Cup Finals. I'm just saying. I'm just so saying. They're, so they're going to go winless for the whole they're season? They're going to go 0-82 and 82 this year. That is the <laughs> okay. opposite of going to the Stanley Cup Finals. I'm calling it right now 0-82. And, 82. and okay. yeah, that's what's happening. Okay. Akbar, do you have anything or do you want us to keep rolling? Keep rolling. Um, Beach, this is not a topic, but... Um, oh, I just got a touchdown on my fantasy football, by the way. Um... <laughs> How how frustrating is fantasy football injuries? Let's just talk about that. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Because all three of us are in the same pool. I have three players, four players now on the IR. Two of them are my first two draft picks. Mm. And it's been two years now. I didn't have time to do it. But I, what I wanted to pull up was my first round pick of uh, McCaffrey. My second round pick was Kittle. Both of them were on the IR last year. And both of them are on the IR this year. I, out of the possible... I mean, what is it? Fantasy football's 14 games. So out of the 28 games, I think they've played a combination of 12. Am I allowed to be frustrated by this? Um, I'm going to say, I'll, I'll, I'm going to give it to you in a second, Akbar. I'm going to say no, because you made the decision to keep them after <laughs> that happened last year. And so it happened <laughs> again. And um, this is all you're doing. So no. Akbar, go ahead. I was going to say something along the same lines. Uh, <laughs> so I should have traded. I should have traded the highest ranked running back and the highest ranked tight end. Second highest ranked tight end. I should have traded them because they're hurt. I wouldn't say trade. I would say don't keep. Drop. Uh, Drop them and give them away to somebody else. To someone else who would have put them on their IR bench. <laughs> yeah, they're on my IR. They're on the oh. IR. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, yeah, no, it's, it's your doing, Jay. There's nothing, I mean, it's so, out of your okay. hands too. It's not like you're out there like, you know, gnawing on Kittle's ankle and, you know, friggin' eating Nancy McCaffrey's hamstring. Yeah, exactly. It's unfortunate. I'm, my entire team is depleted in my other league. I could show you. It's just Q's, IR, COVID's everywhere. <laughs> it's just. And uh, Akbar's yeah. been squeaking along with, uh, are you, are you injury free? No, no, no. I have one, two, three, four, five, six cues. Oh, no, cues. a cue. Oh, no. Oh, sorry, so, sorry, sorry, sorry. He might Four not practice, Akbar. And two doubtfuls. No, but they're... <laughs> okay, so two, two of those cues aren't actually going to play. Or are, are going to play, but the rest of them are actually injured. So no, they're going to be out. Terrible Q, Q is like a 90% play. So you're no, aware. No. I disagree. Q can either mean... <laughs> Q means two things. Okay? I've seen a Q, no word of a lie. Someone broke their ankle... Next week, they're like, he's questionable to play next week, go, undergoing an MRI for a broken ankle. And I quote, I'm like, oh, interesting. <laughs> next day, 
He was limited at practice. Literally, he didn't even touch the field. He was in like therapy all scanner? day. <laughs> and I'm like, how is he? How is that questionable? And how is that a limited practice? Makes no sense. He's in the building, the- so that's limited practice. Well, same thing with the for me with I have Ron Gronkowski. So he yeah. punctured his lung, broke his ribs, and he was yeah. questionable the day after. They're like, he might come back. The guy and might die. He- <laughs> and then he was lim- he was put to doubtful where it's like dude he's got a punctured lung game time decision game time decision, <laughs> game time decision. that's what they were right yeah game time de- we'll he's see how this pans even, out game time decision he didn't even make the road trip uh, we're not sure if Gronk's playing it's no like, he's like face down in a hospital gown and the guy's in there from like sporting news he's like what would you rate yourself no response okay questionable I, don't, I have a question he has not answered he has not answered my question. I'm putting him as just like an iPad. He has to press the button. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Let me take your hand, Rob. Let me take your hand and escort you to the button. Oh, he pushed you. He is listed oh, as questionable. That's the one thing I hate. The second thing I hate, the sideline updates. It's showing the player in street clothes. He's questionable with a shoulder injury. He's doubtful. He's doubtful to return at this point. He is not. Com- he's in street clothes. He's wearing a hoodie. Sponsored by like his team and the, the, like Nike and all that stuff. He's got if they're a wearing a headset. On. If they're wearing a headset, they're not coming back in the game. They are not coming back in. It's over. McCaffrey nowhere in sight. Helmet and I is know, gone. I think what's a little more annoying than these, because uh, I, I mean injuries and COVID. I think the past two years have been just a different fantasy game. It's but terrible. for me this year, I don't think I've ever encountered a week where there's six teams on bye week. <laughs> There's that's six crazy, teams dude. right now on bye week. Yeah, there's so, six teams on bye week. That's, I feel like that's a lot. That's a um, lot. It must have so something it, to do with the longer season. Like oh, I know they've extended the season by a game. Maybe that has something to do with it. I don't know how that has something to do with it, but that's a lot of people on the bye. Yeah, so I lost. I mean, I mind you, I had a lot of the players that were on that. So I had four players. I dropped one. Uh, and then I've been just reading on Twitter, like a bunch of people are just complaining about how they're depleted between injuries and the bye week. And they're just going to take the loss. I'm at the same point, And I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like, what do, you, what do you do in that case? Like, it just, do you just take the loss or are you kind of, you scramble, you, scramble. you hope a WR3 has a, a breakout game. Like, hit, you know, there's a lot of injuries. Wire. Yeah. Like free Sterling Shepard, for example, just, I picked up Sterling Shepard for the New York Giants. He's not a great receiver, but because every other New York Giants receiver is hurt, he has just skyrocketed from a three to a one, allegedly. By the way, my Cleveland Browns running back pickup now has 12.8 points in the first quarter. He just read for another first down. Oh, no, who's that's a backup. Sorry, Jay. Kelly Jr. just entered the game. Dimitric? Dimitric or Ernest? I don't know. I just My player is. D, D apostrophe Ernest, so D Ernest. Oh yeah. no, he's not playing. Johnson is playing. He's supposed to be doing. Right that, that's his same name guy. is D Ernest Johnston. Oh, D Ernest John. Why are you using the first name? Who cares? Because <laughs> it's a unique one, D Ernest. Did you think his name was <laughs> Duh and then Ernest? The way I was saying it. D Ernest. The Darnest. Um, there was also a player with a unique name on the Washington Wizards last night. Montrell's. Montrell's Harrow. Yeah, I've never seen him before. Montrell's. He used to play. He played in L.A. last year. He played for the the Lakers, the Clippers. He's well known, mm. very well known. Well, the Washington the Washington uh, Wizards looked decent last night. They, they, they have a good. They, team. they actually have. They had some good pickups. They're actually. I love Bradley Beal. Like, how do you not like Bradley Beal? Okay, he's very sh- good. Yep. He's he shot a. I'd say, <laughs> maybe a jumper from just outside the foul line. You'll appreciate this, Akbar. 
And he fell down afterwards because he felt he got fouled. So he fell down and, you know, did that thing. The ball was almost at half court because it was a quick inbounds to Van Vliet. And, you know, Van Vliet likes to rush the ball. Beal made sure to slowly get up and still make this, like, gesture that you make when you make a bucket. Like, I don't know if it was the, the hand on the eye or whatever sort of, yeah, something like that. While the ball was already past him on the fast break, he still made sure to make the shooting the the, the post bucket gesture. Even Did he make he the was, bucket? Did he, he make made it? the bucket? And I think he mm. may have thought he got fouled, but this was a jumper from maybe outside the foul line, maybe. But to know that you you have to focus on getting up from the floor, making sure your hand gesture is done, and the ball is behind you. Like, Man, those is- hand gestures they're important though. You need to like. Get that hand gesture in, you know, because it it's could not mean a lot. It could. Mean it's not something. a made bucket. It's not a made bucket until you do the hand gesture. You have to do it. Okay. On that note, is anyone annoyed? Like, is it is it enough enough that Drake is like must be involved in every courtside argument <laughs> and must like try to draw the beef from every player? Montreal's last night was having beef. <sighs> I th- maybe it was another player. No, it was Montreal's. It was. What's what's going on there? What, is he just trying to get on camera? What, what's really going on here? Because they he, all like he, Drake. Yeah, he loves attention. They like him. He has a he does have a relationship with a lot of those guys. So, but take so it the for beef what it is, is fake. Like it's all yes. show because he yes. loves them all. Like he wants to he wants to be friends with yes. every professional athlete. Yes, he wants to be famous. He wants to be well known. But he he also makes it look like he's beefing on the opponent, but he's actually like buddies with them. Anyway, yeah. I think that's it's a consistent annoyance. Drake's amazing. His music is amazing. His music is him amazing. as a person. His hairstyle Re- is amazing. Really quickly, so I don't know if you guys knew this. It's the seventy fifth uh, anniversary for the NBA. Seventy fifth year they're celebrating. Um, they named the top seventy five players of all time. I said I knew you'd see that beach. Yeah. Where so is Dwight Howard? Not on it, which is so deserved. Um, sorry, not. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Kyrie Irving's on it. Vince, uh, sorry, Vin, Kyrie Irving is not on it. Vince Carter is not on it. Tracy McGrady. Dwight Howard is not on it. <laughs> Grant Hill and Penny Hardaway also not on it. Oh, man. What? Penny Hardaway's not on it? Correct. All Damn. these players were left off. I don't know why I mentioned Dwight Howard because that is obvious that he's yeah, not. But Penny, on there. Penny is a notable omission. I that feel guy like had Tracy his own McGrady, shoes, like Vince Carter. It's yeah, so tough. I, I agree with that. I would like to see that list. That's a that's a long discussion. Wow, that is a long Shaq, discussion. I assume, is there. Shaq, Shaq, definitely there. Kobe, there. Barkley, Gary Payton, Ewing, Barkley, Ewing. Yes. Yeah. Um, Barkley Barkley made a comment about Kyrie's vaccination. Did you did you watch that clip, Beach? Loved it, loved it. Bang on, bang on. Yeah, I, I was glad you saw it. I knew I knew you would have seen that. Akbar, what's your thoughts on that? What's your I, thoughts I on? What, but what, what's, I know I know uh, Kyrie's not getting vaccinated, right? In right. the state of New York, something like that. So yeah, yeah that's, he's that's really basically it. he's forced his hand. Brooklyn Nets said you're not going to do this half half and half thing. If you're not going to get vaccinated, you're not playing. So what's what's your thoughts on that? I mean, Beach loves to talk about COVID on a pull and make it very um, polar. <laughs> it's polar t- I mean, yeah, I mean, you're gonna kind of divide your your audience a little bit in terms of 
vaccination, non-vaccination. Listen, I mean, sure. didn't, uh, so you like, run me through it. So he did. So isn't he like not getting paid now or isn't, uh, the pay thing has to get figured out because they're he's still they, getting they paid. Barkley made a point that he's still getting he's still probably. getting paid to sit at home. Because the Brooklyn Nets said you're not playing. It's not that he said he's not playing. So can he uh, can he travel and play? But they're not letting that happen. No, they're not. They're not. But he's still getting paid to be at home. Still getting paid. And I, I was also reading that he he said he's not. It's not that he's um, anti-vax. He doesn't like to be forced. To do something against, like his, like forcibly against his will, type thing. Neither do I. Neither do I. Um, but when a doctor tells me to do something about my health, I usually would would agree. I think we're in a state where it's it's so polarizing, like this debate, where it, it's unfortunate we we have to have these conversations. Uh, that you know, <laughs> like, can you imagine having this conversation with polio vaccine? Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I, I want to say it's irresponsible and it's dumb, but hey, if he's not getting paid and he wants to sit out... He is it. getting paid. But yeah, he's getting paid, which is annoying. Um, he says he's doing it because he wants to use his platform to make it uh, public that you this, make your own choices. This is making Akbar uncomfortable. You don't have to answer the question. Akbar, no, it's just... it's just. It, it, I mean... I'm I, a fence-sitter too, Ax. I, I, I tried to justify the other side. I'm, I'm, I'm obviously on one side saying that it makes sense because doctors and scientists have proven it and the people that help you when you have COVID are the same people that are telling you to get the vaccine. That's my overall statement. Can you force someone to do it? Absolutely not. Yeah. Um, but we... We kind of want to put everyone else not in danger. And I just don't love how loud anti-vaccineers are. Like yeah, I'm, I'm cool with you. Too, right? mm-hmm. They're just so loud, and I have a. F- I mean, I shouldn't put them on blast. No, don't. But it, it's it's a, it's. A I friend. did already. I did. I did last week already. It's okay. <laughs> he's a friend, and he's ex neurosurgeon, um, and uh, he's anti-vax for some reason, anti-mask. Um, and it's just kind of shocking how much information's just. Anyways, it could be like a whole thing. I'm sure you guys have already divulged into this a little bit, but uh, I've tried yeah. not to. <laughs> be I mean, scraping it away. Slowly. I, I, I can't. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want to be vehemently like against it, but listen, like I think we've all made our own positions in our own households and our own thing. Everyone can live how they want to, but if you start impacting other people's, if you compromise like other people's kind of uh, health and their livelihood, and uh, it's your responsibility to you know do something for you to you know continue your work. Then yeah, you're in the wrong. I'm sorry. Like I, there's no there's no ways around it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, then if you don't want to do it, sit at home. Don't take money, and then just do your thing. That's how I feel about it. I 100. You can just set it better. It's like you, this is what's required of the requirement of the job. If you don't want to do it, then you'll have to find another job. Like it's just it's just how it is, right? You don't have to do this. No one's forcing you to do it. But these are your options. You have options. What's tough is that what's tough is that he signed his contract before COVID existed and therefore his contract says that, you know, this is a new part. I signed a contract. There was no mention of this. Now you're adding this to my contract. Maybe that's the argument, but anyhow. And I think it's something like ninety six percent of NBA players are vaccinated. I think it's higher now. Might even be higher. higher, Like Which is I mean that don't you have to have it? That's what annoys me is that that number doesn't get the kind of attention. The people that are doing the actual effort aren't getting the attention. It's the people that are going against the stream that are getting the most 
kind of media attention and then all the bandwagoners are kind of jumping on and their voice just becomes so loud or it's obnoxious so it's just like so much like do what you want to do respect my space respect your space wear the mask when you have to wear the mask if you don't want to get vaccinated and that's just just call it a day like at the end of the day like do what you want to do but just don't be obnoxious and cough in my face or do stuff to because you think you're rebelling for, against your freedoms and all whatever, whatever that bullshit is but Sorry, I, I can get riled up about this stuff. But. I love it. I love it. Bring it, Akbar. Bring it. Get him. Get him. But it's funny that you guys bring this up because there's a little bit of a controversy going on where, with tennis. I'll bring it back to tennis real quick. Uh, where AO, uh, sorry, Australia is having very strict protocols uh, where everyone entering the country must be vaccinated. And so this is including players who, in, in tennis, it's been very, very murky about, I think only 40% of players are vaccinated. Um, and, um, a lot of them are against it and yada, yada, yada. Um, so people were asking Djokovic, are you going to go, are, are you vaccinated? People are just, press is just asking players now, are you, are you vaccinated? It's just a question they get asked. And he'll obviously never, if you're he'll not, never answer. he, he's doing the, yeah, exactly. He's doing the kind of like the walk around where it's sort of, uh, yeah, I don't want to divulge this personal information. Obviously you're going to say that if you're not vaccinated. So now the question becomes, do they make a loophole for Djokovic to come to Australia for him to play or do they uphold that and then possibly not have one of the biggest names in tennis show up? I would say with marketing, listen, beach, put yourself in the marketing of the Australian open team. They're like, we will lose a lot of ticket sales. For sure. This is what I would say. I'd say you can come, you can come, you can play. You're expected to be a mask at all times, except while playing. You're expected to isolate in your room because we're worried that you could spread it. We're going <laughs> to test you four or five times a day. It's going to be very different for you than for the people that are vaccinated. I, that's a very smart approach. Listen, we're not going to make you do it, but yep, yeah, you're going to get it's. We're going to make this very uncomfortable for you because we care about the other players. You don't want to do it. We're not going to force you, but to protect them, here are the following things you have to do. Yep. We're not putting anything in your body. We're not going to do anything that's intrusive, but mask, constant testing isolation Correct. you want freedom there's your option but listen that's your other option as well i agree that's a smart approach um I, I'll, I, I'll be the contrarian i'll say you're not allowed to come this is government <laughs> this is government mandate that's that the other way to do that uh, yeah but does the, the entire gov- country do these is it prime ministers over there they use prime ministers right the same term as us i think, I think. so yeah. yeah so would I the prime so. minister say would, would he have more say than the australian open director i assume yes But I also think the the director of Australian Open be like, listen, the amount of money you'll bring into this country if we let Djokovic in is crazy. But isn't the Australian the Prime Minister of Australia like hardcore, or is that New Zealand? Strict, or is it New Zealand? No, I thought it was Aussie who was strict too. Both, both, right? They're both, and they're also the countries with the lowest amount of vaccination, lowest amount of COVID cases. Just coincidentally, coincidentally, right? Coincidentally, did you hear Moscow? Moscow has like crazy newest newest death count. Highest death count today than ever in the pandemic, ever. And I was like, holy shit, what's going on over there? Then I read, one third of the population is fully vaccinated. That makes a lot of sense. That makes <sighs> a lot of sense. It sucks. It's so sad. Anyway, yeah. it's avoidable. Um, okay, we should wrap. Hour Take three. it home. Take it home, Jay. Akbar. No, it's Akbar's Ax? time. My, my time here? Well, thanks, thanks, fellas, for having me on. It was. It's always a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Um... Thank you for listening. You're to, welcome. Sorry, I'm I'm speaking. Are you sorry? 
Yep. I'm on the same delay as you were. Okay. There we go. What? Uh, yep. Sorry. I'm and Akbar speaking. was just saying something, Beach. Oh. Can you guys hear me? Hello? Ak- who's talking? It's it's me. Hey. I'm signing off. Yeah. Can you okay. hear me? Yep. Okay, cool. Go ahead. I can John. hear you both. I can hear you both. Oh, Boy, you guys talking. are cutting out right Akbar? now. Yeah. Okay. So I was... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are we yeah, actually, right. Okay, so yeah, so, <laughs> you actually uh, got me there. I actually thought there was an issue. <laughs> totally thought thank, there was. Thank you for listening, guys. It's always a pleasure to uh, edit these. It's always a pleasure <laughs> to be on with you guys, and I'm always happy to see your faces. Uh, you've been listening to Unscripted PB. Check out Instagram and Twitter. Is that still running, Twitter? <laughs> very, 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 very slowly. Very slowly. Unscripted PB PB as very. in peanut. Butter? Butter. Yeah. Peanut butter jelly. Peanut butter Peanut jelly. butter jelly. Okay. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. You guys. Sign good, off. Great sign off, Akbar. Really good. Peace out. And as always. Black Lives Matter. <laughs>